0: Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 300 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about ESPN basketball analyst JJ Reddick criticizing Bucks head coach Doc Rivers. JJ Reddick is a former NBA player who was best known for his stellar free point shooting. Reddick's a career 41% shooter from deep. Now he's a commentator on the rise at ESPN, where he was just promoted to their top game broadcast. With Mike Breen and Doris Burke. This past week, on one of Reddick's appearances on first take with Stephen A. Smith, the former guard called out his former head coach, Doc Rivers, saying, quote, I've seen the trend for years. The trend is always making excuses. Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of a season is hard just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard. For a player, we get it, but it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. And here's what current Bucks point guard Pat Beverly tweeted about JJ's comments. Quote, this man Doc actually saved your career, started you when no one else wanted to, and you retiring go on TV and say that. These comments may come across as harsh, but I'm mostly in agreement with what Redick is saying about Doc Rivers in Philadelphia, he put the blame on Ben Simmons. He's also coached so many of the biggest stars in the game of basketball's history, and he only has one title to show for it, and I feel like not enough people hold him responsible. I think publicly there are fans out there who believe Doc Rivers is not a very good head coach, but inside the game of basketball, it seems like the people involved in the NBA still view this guy as a basketball Savant a basketball genius like the Bucks look at this guy as somebody who is going to save their season and I think that's a ridiculous thought to have ask the LA Clippers if Doc Rivers is going to save their season ask the Philadelphia 76ers if Doc Rivers is going to save their season I mean there's so many examples of Doc Rivers not coming through when there are high expectations on his basketball team I think fans view Doc Rivers as a good head coach I think inside the the NBA they view Doc Rivers as an all-time great head coach and he's not there for me he's not Greg Popovich he's not Phil Jackson he's not Pat Riley he has one NBA championship and he has a lot of blown free one series leads in the playoffs he doesn't get his team to that next level he's a very good regular season head coach but with a team with playoff expectations i I don't want him being my head coach. And in my opinion, Rivers should have said no to coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. He needs a break from coaching and we need a break from him coaching teams that don't succeed in the playoffs, Rivers always makes himself a target with these ridiculous things he says publicly, like recently saying that he told Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers that they should keep Shea Gillisley Alexander instead of trading for Paul George. In hindsight, that's an obvious thing to say, because Gillis-Alexander is an MVP candidate right now. I don't remember you saying that when that trade went down, Doc. It's also like, buddy, you should have been able to win an NBA championship championship with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George two of the best two-way players in the history of basketball. Let's not act like if you had kept Shea Gillisley-Alexander that you would have won an NBA title. That's pure madness. And he's also currently taking credit for James Harden having success with the LA Clippers, saying that he told the Clippers that they should go after James Harden after not winning with James Harden when he was the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, Doc Rivers just wants credit for everything going good in the NBA right now. And the most ridiculous thing he said is that he told the Milwaukee Bucks he doesn't think they should switch coaches. But you took the job, Doc. That's on you now. If the Milwaukee Bucks don't win an NBA title, which I don't think they will... I am going to blame you. You took this job thinking you were the missing piece to the Milwaukee Bucks. If you aren't, you get the blame. Don't blame the Milwaukee Bucks. Blame yourself for taking this job. And this is hard for me to say. I'm a fan of the Boston Celtics. Doc Rivers won us an NBA championship. He was so good at coaching superstars back then. He got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen to become a team since then he has not won with superstar talent they've done very good in the regular season and I know people will make excuses for him oh the Clippers didn't stay healthy Chris Paul could never be healthy Blake Griffin could never be healthy Kawhi Leonard with the load management yes it's true there have been some factors as to why Doc Rivers led teams have not won an NBA championship since he was with the Celtics but that goes on him He is thought of as one of the best coaches in the league, and he continually underperforms. At some point, he needs to take the blame for that, and he has to some extent. He's gotten fired, but publicly, he's not saying he did anything wrong in any of these spots, and I think that's what J.J. Redick is talking about. Yes, Doc Rivers has taken the fall. He's lost his jobs, but publicly, he acts like he's done nothing wrong at any of these destinations, and I'll admit, I never had a problem with Doc Rivers when he was the head coach of the Clippers. I mean, think about what the Clippers were before Doc Rivers. Nobody was talking about the LA Clippers. They had just had Vinny Del Negro as their head coach. So Doc Rivers was a good fit for the Clippers. But when he took over the 76ers, that's when I started to have a problem because teams are acting like he is the missing piece to winning a championship. Now, the truth of the matter is there is no head coach out there who automatically makes you an NBA contender so the Bucks out here acting like a head coach is going to change their season is ridiculous to begin with but the big problem is the guy they pick to save their season is Doc Rivers this guy with this reputation he's such an easy target that I understand why people are bothered that JJ Redick is going after him but my problem is the people who don't think that Doc Rivers should be criticized for let's say the last five years he's been a basketball coach because those are the five years I really look at it and I go, man, this guy should have won an NBA title. I can give him the Chris Paul, the Blake Griffin. Those teams were never going to win a title over the Golden State Warriors. But when you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, it was built for you to win an NBA championship and you didn't. With the Philadelphia 76ers, you had Joel Embiid, you had Jimmy Butler, you had Tobias Harris, you had a stacked roster, and you didn't get the job done with the Philadelphia 76ers. I blame you for that, and I blame you for what happened with the Clippers, and now I'm going to blame you for what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks. That is on you. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dame Lillard. If you can't win with those two star players, then you can't win with anyone at this present time. That's why I believe Doc Rivers should still be a broadcaster for ESPN instead of coaching the Milwaukee Bucks because he doesn't want to be the coach of a team with pressure. He just doesn't. I can see it in his face. He doesn't want to be a coach of a team that has to win a title or to complete an utter failure. And I'm sure when this doesn't work out in Milwaukee, he'll come up with other reasons other than himself why it didn't work out. That is what Jay Jay Redick is talking about. He's not even talking about him as a basketball coach. He's talking about Doc Rivers not taking accountability when things go bad for his teams, and that is something I 100% agree with. He has not taken accountability for how it ended with the Clippers, how it ended with the Philadelphia 76ers, and how it's eventually going to end with the Milwaukee Bucks. This guy won't take any blame for anything that's happened to him over the last five years of his coaching career, and That's what being a head coach is. Taking accountability. He is putting the blame on others. He's putting the blame on Kawhi Leonard for not wanting to play with a young guard and Shea Gillisley-Alexander. He put the blame on Ben Simmons for the Philadelphia 76ers not winning in the postseason. At some point, he needs to put the blame on himself. I look at a guy like Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich has every right to diss Kawhi Leonard on a daily basis. That guy basically ruined the good vibe that the Spurs had. I mean, the Spurs were a dynasty. And then Kawhi Leonard decided he didn't want to play for the San Antonio Spurs anymore. But have you heard Greg Popovich ever publicly diss Kawhi Leonard? No. But you know what you do have? Doc Rivers saying Kawhi Leonard didn't want to play with Shea Gillisley-Alexander and that was a massive mistake. That is on Doc Rivers. That's not on Kawhi Leonard. You should not publicly diss the former stars you used to coach. Here's how Doc Rivers' son Austin, now an ESPN analyst, responded to Reddick's comments. Quote, for someone who is not accountable, he seems to always be held responsible considering he's the guy who is always fired whenever things don't go right. He got fired in the bubble for a 3-1 lead versus the Denver Nuggets when half his team didn't want to be there. Then he gets fired for losing to a team that was favored over him, which was the Celtics last year. Your best years in the NBA were when you played for him and the Clippers. Let's not forget that. I don't know if there's frustration there or there's tension between you. I know a lot of the time we had to sit you at the end of the game due to defense. It's just very ironic and kind of weird that you have this energy towards him in terms of him ever being accountable considering he's always responsible. I know some people who thought that was a very good response from Austin Rivers, but come on, this is Doc's own son who played for Doc Rivers in the NBA coming to his defense. You know who I need to come to his defense? All of the stars that used to play for Doc Rivers who weren't on the Boston Celtics. I need Chris Paul to come to his defense. I need Blake Griffin to come to his defense. I need Paul George, who doesn't like Doc Rivers, to come to his defense. I need Kawhi Leonard to come to his defense. These other players who play for Doc Rivers on teams that had NBA championship aspirations. What we really need to know is what does Joel Embiid think about Doc Rivers? What does Ben Simmons think about Doc Rivers? I don't think those guys think very highly of Doc Rivers, and that's the problem. I don't care what Austin Rivers thinks of his own. Father. Clearly, he likes the guy, but these other star players all seem to have problems with Doc Rivers, and by the end of his tenure with the Bucks, I feel like it's going to be the exact same thing with Giannis not liking Doc and Dame Lillard not liking Doc. And this whole idea of being responsible but not accountable, losing your job, that wasn't Doc's decision, and again, he hasn't taken any of the blame for what happened to any of those teams he got fired from. Again, with the Clippers, he's blaming. Kawhi Leonard. He's blaming Paul George. With the 76ers, he'll, for the end of time, blame Ben Simmons. He's blaming everyone but himself. Doc Rivers is never the problem. I'm not saying Doc Rivers is the biggest problem on any of these teams. I just want him to admit that he is a part of the problem. He is distancing himself from the teams that he's coaching. That is the problem. He's already distancing himself. From the Milwaukee Bucks by saying, I don't think you guys should have fired Adrian Griffin. He's already distancing himself from a situation that is ongoing. That is the problem with Doc Rivers, is he is distancing himself from the teams that he's coaching and their failures in the playoffs. I've said this before: the problem with Doc Rivers is that he keeps picking these teams that have to win an NBA championship or they'll be viewed as failures. He needs to go to a place like Charlotte, a place where he can be a really good head coach and exceed expectations because he's really good at that there was that one year with the Clippers when they had Shea Gillisley Alexander and they had Tobias Harris and they were a very good basketball team on the rise but then the Clippers went the other way and they brought in the star players they brought in Kawhi they brought in Paul George and they had those aspirations of winning an NBA title that's when things go wrong for Doc Rivers when the expectations are through the moon he has never Lived up to that except for when he was the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He needs to go to a place like Charlotte, who hasn't been to the postseason in forever. He needs to coach a young star like LaMelo Ball. He should be a part of a rebuild instead of joining these teams like the Milwaukee Bucks who view him as the final piece of an NBA title team because Doc Rivers has proven he's not that. What makes me laugh about the Bucks is they replaced Adrian Griffin in part because the Bucks were not playing good defense. I have never thought of Doc Rivers as a great NBA coach. Remember, the Clippers were supposed to be an all-time great NBA defensive team. They had Kawhi Leonard. They had Paul George, they were going to shut down teams on defense that did not happen. Doc Rivers had his best defense with the Celtics when Tom Thibodeau was his assistant. Since then, he has not had great defensive teams so bringing in Doc Rivers to change up your defense doesn't make much sense to me whatsoever. What's going on with Doc Rivers right now reminds me of what happened with Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni was a great head coach with the Phoenix Suns. He revolutionized offensive basketball but then after Phoenix, he goes to the Knicks, then he goes to the Lakers, then he goes to the Houston Rockets, and all of those teams thought that Mike D'Antoni was going to lead them to an NBA title, that didn't happen, and Mike D'Antoni kept switching teams. They won a lot of regular season basketball games, but once they got to the postseason, they didn't play defense, and they were never close to really winning a title. It's like D'Antoni was a good coach, but those teams had championship aspirations. I mean, nobody talks about that Houston Rockets team that won 65 games but lost To the Golden State Warriors because that team was supposed to win. They had James Arden, they had Chris Paul, they were right there, and they didn't get the job done. I know it's not by choice, but I don't think it's a good thing when a really good head coach switches from team to team. I don't think that ever works out because you go through this vicious cycle of being held responsible for these teams not doing well. When you think of the Lakers not doing well, you blamed Mike D'Antoni. When the Knicks weren't doing well, you blamed Mike. Mike D'Antoni. And when the Rockets weren't doing well, you blamed Mike D'Antoni, and he took the fall for all three of those teams. And the same thing has happened to Doc Rivers. We weren't talking about Doc Rivers when he had a stable job with the Boston Celtics. We knew he was going to be there. He was in a stable organization who wasn't going to blame him for not winning. The same with D'Antoni, he had the perfect situation with the Phoenix Suns. He was the architect, he was the face of that franchise. Doc Rivers was Not the face of the Clippers Doc Rivers was not the face of the Sixers And Doc Rivers is clearly Not the face of the Milwaukee Bucks Mike D'Antoni was the face of the Suns He wasn't the face of the Knicks Lakers or Houston Rockets There are more parallels Between Mike D'Antoni and Doc Rivers In the later years Mike D'Antoni Like Doc Rivers wasn't Getting along with star players Mike D'Antoni was feuding With Carmelo Anthony with the Knicks And then Dwight Howard with the Houston and Rockets. The guys who loved being coached by Mike D'Antoni the most were those guys in Phoenix. Steve Nash owes his career to Mike D'Antoni. Amare Stoudemire, Sean Marion, those guys in Phoenix. The same with Doc Rivers with the Celtics. The guys who defend Doc Rivers the most are Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo, Kevin Garnett. Those guys love Doc Rivers because he won with them, and that was the, his original spot. That was the team. He was a staple of that that team. That hasn't happened at these other destinations. Nobody from the Clippers has praise for Doc Rivers. Nobody from the Sixers has high praise for Doc Rivers, and no one from the Milwaukee Bucks has high praise for Doc Rivers. Both Doc and D'Antoni are really good coaches, but they haven't been great coaches since their first spots in Phoenix and the Celtics respectively. I always do think that's an interesting debate. Is Doc Rivers a Hall of Fame coach? It's weird to say one or the other, like I really respect him and he won with my team so I think more highly of Doc Rivers than most people, but if you're a fan of the Clippers, you don't view Doc Rivers as a Hall of Famer, if you're a fan of the Sixers, you don't view Doc Rivers as a Hall of Famer, and if you're a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks, you clearly don't view Doc Rivers as a Hall of Famer, and I feel like some of that has been the way he's carried on with himself, his press conferences are clunky, and again he never takes the blame for anything going wrong with the basketball teams he's currently coaching, he needs to look in the mirror and say, I'm part of the problem and I'm not really the solution. Him taking the Milwaukee Bucks job is the most unself aware thing I've ever seen. He should have said, Guys, I need a break from coaching and I definitely need a break from coaching teams that think they are going to win an NBA title because I'm not that guy right now. Maybe I will be in three to four years years when I rehabilitate my reputation, but right now I'm not that guy. Instead, he goes right back into coaching. What I find interesting about this when it comes to J.J. Reddick is that Reddick has gotten some blowback on social media from fans and other members of the media. And this is just what we do with new talent in sports media. We talk about how they are a new original voice and how insightful they are. And we love their thoughts and opinions, which J.J. Reddick does. And now I feel a lot of people are turning on him. It's what we did with Tony Romo. People said when Romo first went to CBS that he was a breath of fresh air until he became the highest paid announcer, and now he's universally ridiculed. If you are someone who wants sports broadcasters to have strong opinions whether you agree or not, then you should root for JJ. TNT has always had the edge over ESPN because they have Charles Barkley. I'm not sure if Redick will ever get to that level, but he's saying interesting things about the game of basketball and that's more than you can say about many pundits out there i don't want to harp on this but the man just doesn't take blame and what's even more ridiculous is at one point doc rivers was the head coach and the president of the clippers and you want to blame Kawhi leonard who won a title with the raptors for trading away shea gillis alexander that just doesn't add up that's on you doc You were the guy making all of those decisions for the L.A. Clippers, not Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard wanted to be a Clipper, and he wanted to play with Paul George. You didn't have to do that for him. You could have kept Shea. Moral of this podcast, we all need a break from Doc Rivers being a head coach in the NBA. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.